0: You know, one of the things we've been trying to track on the show really ever since COVID-19 began is looking ahead and what kind of changes are going to take place after, you know, after 9-11. I mean, there were changes. You still have to take your shoes off at the airport, but a lot of things are changing, and one of the things that's probably going to be changing is health care. Everybody was afraid to go into the doctor's office, and actually the doctors were afraid to see you, so whether they wanted to or not, they've embraced, telemedicine and you saw TeleDoc just absolutely shoot through the moon last year in value. John Henderson is an attorney with Paul He's the chair of the national corporate and transactional practice group and head of healthcare mergers and acquisition. They just got a new white paper out on this very subject and he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us.
1: Thank you. Glad to be here.
0: So what happens to the, to, is this a, I thought may, this might be a death knell for the for the healthcare industry, but maybe it's going to help save it.
1: I th- and so the uh, you know this the the white paper series that this this last paper, ascension of telemedicine, flows out of is really uh, we started writing last uh, year before last and have had this is the fifth you know fifth uh, iteration in the series and it's really been about how M A and innovation are. Driving the future, remaking the future of healthcare, and that innovation piece is really anchored in uh, Clay Clay Christensen's uh, writings. Uh, he is a Harvard Business School professor that is now now deceased, but was the a seminal thought leader on disruptive innovation, and he applied those theories to healthcare in a, in a book called Innovators Prescription. That I bet is twenty, you know, it may be twenty five, thirty years old now. Uh, but it is, uh, but the things that we're you know experiencing now with this telemedicine being one of them, really is just the, the living out of things that he had predicted back then, uh, and so COVID became this great accelerator, and the you know the force to drive the disruptive innovation between consumer acceptance and provider acceptance and reimbursement that were the. You know the dilemmas with the uh, the advancement of telemedicine previously.
0: So, is the idea? I mean, it's got kind of dr- it, to. It must drive down costs if you don't have to have as much infrastructure. Maybe not near as much infrastructure. You know, nurses and you know, clean rooms and space and fancy office buildings and parking spaces. I mean, if you don't have to have that, that drives down costs, doesn't it?
1: There is a you know the triple aim of healthcare. You know, affordability, accessibility, it, it speaks to those. Uh, and it's got a, a really interesting dynamic. So it's certainly uh, healthcare reimbursement payment is based upon cost, right? And there's uh, infrastructure costs, there's a margin built in. And then healthcare providers have to run their businesses in a way that makes a profit based upon whatever that is. Uh, and so it definitely speaks to that. It also has a really interesting aspect on the other side which is the the provider side which is um, where uh where you have providers you know the, the telemedicine workforce varies who makes it up but to a large degree it is you know doctors that may have practices that are uh, office-based practices and they have excess capacity in their day and they you know take telemedicine shifts that's an airbnb Sharing yeah. economy concept. Yeah, right? it is.
0: But what we've also seen is more and more of these physicians, and I, I don't know if it was because of, you know, fear of getting sued, tort reform, or, or just to handle the paperwork for insurance and everything else. But more and more of them forming partnerships and going into, you know, major holding companies.
1: So uh, that's a that's a definite trend across you know, numerous types of licensed professionals, medical, dental, physical therapy. Uh, and that, you know, we, one of the white papers uh, we wrote on supergroups, you know, developed that, uh, that theme out. Uh, but that is, you know, strong, strong drivers, access to capital, you know, just these, these medical practices, dental practices, PT practices become really large, sophisticated businesses and just benefit from the capital expertise that the private equity provides.
0: What about incorporating some of the technology? I mean, I think of, you know, I was talking about cardiologist. I I have have one and I was telling him what I was reading uh, on my, on my watch, on my Apple watch, it was telling me and tracking. I would think that as, as that sort of thing gets more sophisticated, that can get folded into this, this whole process of telehealth and not having Uh, that present.
1: Absolutely. So it, it, it is uh and then you have to like on the the specialty side there's a one of our companies based in a telemedicine company based in dallas access physicians is actually specialty telemedicine and their model is focused on rural hospitals and you know, going to where the, the specialist isn't from a resident standpoint and providing telemedicine to that brick and mortar care setting uh, to be the cardiologist on site at the remote hospital, you know, in West Texas. Uh, and so it, it, just, you know, it, it just allows, um, you know, it's, it can speak to, uh, degrees of, of acuity of care, right? That's evolving with an example like that. So it's not just the, do I have a sore throat or not? It's expanding and pulling in Uh, multiple data sources.
0: Well, and one of the things we've been told about, uh, about 5g with the proliferation of 5g is that a surgeon can sit in an office in Dallas and perform surgery on somebody at a hospital in border, Texas.
1: Yes. Yeah. Great example.
0: So what sort of, uh, what sort of combinations are we seeing now in mergers and acquisitions? Is it, is it a, is it busy now, or expected to pick up?
1: It is busier than it has ever been in my my lifetime. Really, I've done this for done this for thirty years. And, uh,
0: and what sort of combinations are you seeing? What what sort of entities?
1: It is, uh, you know, say like any any element of the delivery of healthcare uh, has has activity going, uh, and it, it really becomes a matter of uh kind of how how favored they are and that's that's reflected in you know the ebitda multiple that may be applied to a transaction more so than whether there's a, a ability to transact uh, there's some you know some models like uh like like uh healthcare businesses that that have built themselves around out-of-network reimbursement models uh you know, have, have less favor now than ones that are, uh, you know, focused on home health, which has really had a surge during, uh, you know, during COVID.
0: There's been already Mental. been a, a lot of roll-ups and, you know, in hospitals and hospital management company. There doesn't seem to be much interest in that anymore.
1: There is. So there is a, a large amount of consolidation that has occurred over the last 25 years in mm-hmm. acute care hospitals. Uh, And those companies are trading assets uh as they as as organizations will focus more on a particular strategy be it geographic or um you know level of care uh but much of the consolidation was just aggregating assets and then you know figuring out later how they fit together right and so given reimbursement pressures and margin pressure um you know, operators are just becoming more refined or more focused on uh, you know what what business should they be in, what part of it should they be in, and divesting assets that that don't fit.
0: Yeah, well, as a consumer, is uh, the less time I have to sit in somebody's waiting room, killing uh, killing time reading old copies of Highlights magazine, the better. That's what I have to say.
1: This telehealth speaks to that absolutely.
0: <laughs> it, it does well, John Henderson. Uh, from Polsonelli, It's good to have you with us. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thank Thanks you. for more of our conversation. Go to KRLD.com/slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.